welcome to the Melon and Me podcast. We're back. We're back. This time in the ATL. Mm-hmm. We have a very, very special, special guest with us today. The one and only Russell, a.k.a. Big Black Spencer, yep. a.k.a. Eastside Chevy Rider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so welcome to the show. Keep on going. Yeah. So he is a producer, um, Bad Boy Records, South Bad Boy Records. And oh yeah, he's he's worked with a lot of big names in the industry. Uh, Tupac, let's see, Jeezy, Sierra, uh, Young Jock, Jody Breeze. Should I can keep going? Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Uh, Eight Ball. Mm-hmm, MJG. MJG. I just found that one out. Mm-hmm. So I Swap mean, house, baby. The list can continue. Um, I just really want to get into the interview because you know he's yeah. just a very, very I interesting. I want to know a little bit just man. how you get into the industry. Like you got mm-hmm. history. You yeah. got, how like, long have you been in the industry total? Would you like, say like twenty six years? Wow. Crazy. And what mm-hmm. were you doing before then? Robbing banks. Seriously? Yeah. Good money. Mm-hmm. Well. You know, time has expired since then, so I can say what I'm going to say now. Oh, okay. And I retired the gun. So you were a bad boy yourself. Yeah, blocked the kid. So you got some, mm-hmm. you know, you should have a lot of life lessons. I do. From that. I from do. those experiences. Where I, were you raised in Atlanta or you moved Yeah, here? born in Atlanta, raised in LA. Okay. Back and forth. So my pops from Watts, mm-hmm. California. My mom from Atlanta, Mechanicsville, East Lake. Okay. So it was zone six, baby. And how'd you end yes. up here? Um, my mom, so I was born in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, so gotcha. I was back and forth. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So you, were you going back and forth on the East side, East. that's right. So on that whole, like, East Coast, West Coast? Yeah. Hyped up media thing? Yeah, but I was back in Atlanta since then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I was going back and forth with Parking the Outlaws, with, mm-hmm. with Suave House. With the Outlaws? Yeah. Wow. Eat it, what up? Young Noble was happening. Oh my gosh! Piece of yacht. That's so crazy. How'd you meet Tupac? Through his sister. Oh wow! So you were cool with like the family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, blood in, blood out. He had family in Atlanta too, didn't yeah, he? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pop was living here when he passed. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. Know Matter of fact, Tupac mom the one who really put me on. Really? Mm-hmm. A family? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like Pop passed, and you know, years went by, and I was still going around the family, and um, and one day, you know, I just called to check on her. And she asked me what I was doing in the music business. I was like, yeah, I'm still doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She said, well, hold on, I got a good friend at Warner Brothers. Let me call him. And uh, she said, matter of fact, you know, he's the same guy that signed Tupac, Tom Wallace. Wow. She made a phone call. She said, okay, here's the number. Call him. He's waiting on your call. I called him. He flew us up within a week. And uh, you know, gave us a million ideas without even seeing the artist, without meeting the artist eight months later. Shut up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's and crazy. I was with Joe DeBreeze. So it's like relationships. It Absolutely. Like. It's all about relationships. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, some people have to go through the grunt, the grime, That's, and all the I mean, like, I, I, you know, I did, did that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seven years of it. Seven <laughs> okay. years of it. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I went through 400 some thousand when I first got in music business, oh. trying, to, trying to invest in different artists, trying to invest in, uh, you know, like create my own label, my own brand, mm-hmm. and I did all that, and you know I went through the shoe boxes till they was empty. Came back, crawled back, and you know there I go, block entertainment, wow. and then I ended up me, uh, Puff, you know after the beef, because you know I'm the only one 
that was cool with both sides. That's around now. You like in the middle? Kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Pop first, then. So were they really cool at first? They were really yeah. cool. They were friends. Yeah. Okay. They were friends. Wow. Yeah, they were friends. Yeah. Yeah, friends. Yeah, friends. You know, certain things happen. You know, the music business and certain shit happen. And then when she get crossed up, you know, shit be like that. Was there mm-hmm. any coming back from that in your mind? Like, could it have been a situation Resolve, where... Yeah. I could have talked for Pac, because Pac, yeah. Pac did what he did. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you never could tell. Wow. What's your favorite memory with Pac? I'm just going inside the studio, just really learning. Just really, really Pac is still in all of us. It was around, you know, work hard now, man. Play later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I... That's what I put in my DNA, mm-hmm. you know. Like a lot of artists that go around and they, you know, they spend spending money strip club, they spend money going out. And it's cool because, you know, that's the way how you market yourself. That's how you break your records, yeah. you know. But, you know, I'm a real, real believer in, in being in that studio putting a whole bunch of work in. You know, I pay somebody to go, go break the records. Yeah. And then I come to the record, and, and then I come to the club once they pay me. Mm, no. gotcha. So you yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. They pay it again. Not my money. I'm having you pay for what I'm yeah. saying. I ain't mad at it. You gotta pay me. I ain't going nowhere without a check. That's crazy. You know, but I put my work in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like right now, time. you know, right now, see some people barter with that. They they put the work in, or or you pay. Yeah. And I really put the work in. I have a sidebar question. Yeah. I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but like video shoots. You know, back in the day, because I've heard Melissa Ford talk about, like, how oh, the differences. This is just so off topic, but I'm like, while we're on it, we're That's my homegirl. What's up, Melissa? That's my homegirl. <laughs> Shout out to the original video vixen. That's my dog. Uh, paid video vixen. Right? <laughs> um, So, like, is there a difference in the way in which, like, I know everything's digital now. Yep. It's not on TV, but, like, the budget. Uh-huh. Budgets were way more money yeah. back then for video shoots. And yeah, so I paid. Yeah, I mean... I mean, to cut you off, but I paid three hundred fifty thousand for Young Jock video. Mm. Yeah, you know, for one of his videos. Yeah, Dang. versus today. Today I paid. See, I paid forty for that. Yeah, and why do you think that is? It's just that everything's digitalized. No, 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 no. Nah, pe- well, that too, it's but a different world. plus people, put, you know, plus a lot of producers and directors, they took advantage of it. They took advantage of mm. other record companies. Mm. I mean, like hype. I mean, hype. See, you got to pay hype. Hype was the bomb. Yeah. He was the bomb. Yeah. Benny Bowles. That's my dog, Benny too. Benny, he was fine, man. Benny, what up? Benny, what up? Hype. You know? You know, the old boy with pioneers. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but they, I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they, um, they took advantage of certain situations and their names and, you know, that's what you got to do. You know, once you get in the game and you, mm-hmm. you put stock in your name and you build that shit up. Your name is is what's gonna pay you, That's like you know, we're like like Chris Jones and you know we go on and on with Dr. Dre, you know, so we go on and on with producers and writers, you know, they put their work in, you gonna pay them. Would you feel? Do you would you say that people are still getting bamboozled even in these times? Because you know, like back then, Tony Braxton, yeah. TLC, it was like, oh my god, oh, so you mean stuff? I didn't now, know. I, I, I don't know. think you. I don't think you too much get played too much now nowadays because. Right. Because honestly, the way the record labels come at you now, mm-hmm. you gonna make them pay you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. but they gonna make you put in them more work right. before they can get you. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. Yeah. Do so. you think you can make it more as an independent artist now today? Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. the game like the Wild Wild West. The, mm-hmm. the internet is wide open. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm saying you can be what you want to be, especially with all the apps, what I call cap apps. Yeah. All the apps coming out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can you can really take advantage of that. And so one other TikTok man, you know what I'm saying, for my artists, you know what I'm saying, big stunt. You know what I'm saying? I capitalized our playing with one of the biggest records ever. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get a deal with Columbia Records. What's up, Tubby? What's wow. up, and the team? Crazy. Are you still affiliated with Bad Boy? Or are you? Yeah, I'm always. I mean, okay, me and how Puff. Did you, how did that relationship form? You know, um, through my sister Kim Paul. You know, rest in peace of Kim. Oh, yeah, you know Kim. Kim, you know Kim was like my sister, man. And um, she seems so down to earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she, you know, Kim used to be with me every day. You know, her and Erica. I mean, Ebony. Ebony's her best mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And um, you know, they used to come to the studio. They used to listen to the records. They used to be in the studio and they see us make the records. And one day she went to New York and told Puff, like, yo, man, Block got that group he working on called Boys in the Hood, man. You got to take, you know, check him out. Wow. And I was on the plane about to go visit Dre, about to go let Dre listen to Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the record was already moving, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, free bit meets. Like, once once, once, BMF, <laughs> once, once BMF got behind a record, Meats got behind my record, them boys, because they wouldn't even spend money unless you played them boys in the club. Man, that's what and we was They helped break my record. You know, so one love to BMF, one love to Meach. And um, so I was on the plane, you know, going mm-hmm. to meet Dr. Dre. I kept seeing a private number come through my phone. Mm-hmm. I never answered. And uh, Kim called me and said, yo, Puff's trying to holler at you. Oh, wow, wow. So I got on the phone Puff. I said, yo, man, so I'm on the plane now here and see Dre. Yeah, man, listen, man, I get your private jet. When you land, I have a private jet waiting for you. Shit, man, just fly straight to New York, man, and see how we can chop this paper up. I was like, well, you know, I'm mad at my words, so let me go ahead and figure that out. So I went to Holiday Jerry for two, three days, and, you know, like, that was the home I wanted to go to. Right. You know, Boys in the Hood derived from, you know, one of Ice Cube songs, and, you know, and I, I was, okay. yeah, and um, and I was like, you know what, this is a perfect place for me. And, uh, you know, Dre, you know, uh, you know, Dre had, you know, Game, he had Eminem, he had a whole bunch of people that were about to come out, and I was like, Puff was ready to go right there. So I flew, um, so I flew to New York. So we hung out for about about a week. Me, Puff, uh, Boys of the Hood. He flew Boys of the Hood up. He flew my partners up at the time. That was that was uh, Jazz Fan Noon and Show Love, okay. Big Zach. So we flew up. Yeah, so we um, so everybody flew up to New York and you know just to see if we could do business. Right. Because right. you know, like when people when people just spend a whole bunch of money with you, they want to yeah. see what the fuck I'm getting into. I got you. Like you know, what I'm saying like what's this ca- right. got character? Mm-hmm. I mean, we got money. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying what's the character right. behind this guy? Right. Right. And uh, yeah, and, and everything worked out, and I signed a group Boys of the Hood. I got a label deal. Said fifteen million up front. And Jeezy was a part of that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy was part of it. So, you know, when I first did the deal, Big Meech called me and asked me about Hey Yo Block. Because at the time, I was managing Jazz of Faith. And, um, wow. and Big Meech called me and said, Yo, Block, I got an artist that I need Jazz to produce on. And I said, Okay, cool. So when they pulled up, it was Lil J. I said, I said Yeah, y'all know Jay. You know, which was Jeezy. And, uh, yeah, because. Uh, his cousin I was kind of real cool in the streets, mm-hmm. JoJo, and uh, but I knew him as Lil J. Okay. You know, I knew him as Jesus at the time. And at the time, me and Trick Daddy was forming the group Boys in the Hood. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, and I didn't know at the time that Jeezy, I mean that Trick Daddy was Jeezy's favorite artist. So, oh. yeah, so 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 this <laughs> so just so happened Trick was in the studio having me do the, you know like do the group mm-hmm. and we work on the song we put G's on it. Oh, and, uh, that's yeah, and we just started working, and then I said, "Jeezy, you want to be in the group?" He said, "Yeah, yeah." 
<laughs> so then we just start forming a group, you know? Start okay. working. So that's how um so that's how Boys Hood was formed. Mm-hmm. And then me and Puff did the deal and he gave him a label deal. And um, you know, history made Bad Boy South. Bad Boy South. Yeah, and I saw Young Jock, the biggest record, big artist in the world at one time is going down. And I said, uh, Gorilla Zoe. That was a good time. Like, that yeah. era right there, that yeah. was like a good freaking time right there. Because <laughs> the I was taking over back then. Like, it was after like hit after, after hit. Hits. Yeah. Like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. That was a good time period. Yeah. Do you feel like you crossed over, or do you feel like you still have new places and spaces that you're trying to break into? Well, you know, like, you know, so I've been in the game developing so long. Yeah. Then it's time to turn executive. But mm, but okay. but I'm you know, I'm a Virgo, okay. and 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 I look. What that mean? A business. What that mean? I mean. <laughs> Tell me what that mean. I mean. <laughs> we rulers of the world. Y'all know what it means. Y'all know Virgos rule. No, okay. You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, it's just you know I'm, I'm you know like my you know I keep my hand. I mean like I want to always keep my hand in the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know in the development. Okay. You know what I'm saying like in the creation. Yeah. But I gotta step off. But you know, like, you know, eventually, like, I understand that it's a young man game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to, you know, really understand your place. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. And staying in your lane isn't a bad thing. I think people sometimes think that's a bad thing. You should be anywhere and everywhere and do everything, you know. Yeah. But if you're really, really good and you can hire people to do what they're good in, and you're really good at this right here, it's mm-hmm. not always a bad thing. Yeah, I can tell it to a check, right? I mean, that's yeah. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I empowered a lot of people that came through. You know what I'm saying? Block ENT, Bad Boy South. You know, one love my brother, Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's my brother. It's way past music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him and I. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I look at Ross. I mean, one of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world. Yeah. Feeding more people than ever. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, we always give back. You know what I'm saying? That's that's in our DNA also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and it takes it take a certain person, a certain type of person, to get money and want others to get money. Right. Yeah. That's and it true. Take, yeah, and it takes... Those type of brothers that get together, link up, and that's how I started my uh, my mentorship program, Big Timers. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Basically, you know Scott Barber now he's the number one uh, orthopedic surgeon in nice. the world. In the world of me, Scott Barber. You know what I'm saying? And okay. um, we teamed up, man. And uh, you know we just came from two different, you know, two different types of world. He's a he's a white man that grew up. And, I mean, I was raised, and grew up in uh, Hawaii. I'm a black man and. <laughs> Ray grew up on the east side of LA, the east side of Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> in the rough places, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and we put them worlds together, right. and we come together to once again to help uh, mentor young kids and to make sure we can take them uh, or prevent them to go in places that we should, oh, that you know, we don't we don't want, we don't that. want them in the juvenile system, mm-hmm. we don't want them out here robbing and, and, and doing crazy stuff because sometimes where we come from. Like, I came from a two-bedroom project house where I didn't have a bed tied with the prison. Mm. I didn't have my own bed because I shared bed with uncles, aunties, right. uh, mm-hmm. uh, sisters sometimes, cousins from, you know, got put out of their house. Yeah. My grandma didn't turn nobody away, so, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, and I'm going to prove I was 17. And, How long you know, were you away for? Four and a half. So you did four and a half wow. Yeah. Wow. You've so, never been back since? I mean, I went time? back... I went back one time and snatched the motherfucker up, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, other than that, man, I that ain't man. Mm, mm. Shit, man. Okay. 
you know, that's why I'm building. That's why I'm building big timers once again because, you know, stuff like that will keep me out of jail. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> and, sometimes, and, and, and sometimes people around you, that's why you got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? What type of men or husband you pick. Yeah. True. You know what I'm right saying? There, that mm-hmm. Baby mama drama you pick. That there you you know, uh, you got to be <laughs> careful who you bring around you. You know what I'm saying? And and who you give your energy to. Energy too. Because some people, man, like this is whack. Some people that you deal with will, will, will cause you more harm than, mm. than they have to. Yeah. Whew. That's right, a whole you know, word. I mean, y'all. That's a whole word. I mean, take a step. I mean, y'all see how this shit be, man. They, you know, I mean. That's real. You know, one chick got me on TV saying I'm a deadbeat, and I don't say. <sighs> we was going to ask about that. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, some people do know you as Candy versus, uh, you know, ex. Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy. Um, how do you feel about how you was portrayed on the show, how you've been portrayed on the show? Or- well, you know, it's like this, man. It's like. You know, I went on the show the first time because it was like, you know, the producers of Candy came to me like, yo, listen, you know, I was becoming a deadbeat the first time. Mm, yeah. uh, and I went on the show to just show people that, you know, even though people take you through the mill, yeah. rain through the mill, you know, so you still got to raise some kids and make sure that kids straight and make some kids straight. But I was looking at, on, on the other end like, shit. Shit, bitch, the way you got them, you know, ran me through that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You all thought about that mm-hmm. at first. Because yeah. how can I be a dad be when I'm giving you child support from eight months to 14? Mm-hmm. And then when she turned 14, she felt like, okay, block, y'all cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and her talk, you know what I'm saying? Y'all mm-hmm. talk every day or every other day, whenever y'all talk. Y'all have your own relationship. I got your own relationship. Mm-hmm. So whatever she needs, and, and it was, it was a petty ass little money anyway. So whatever she needs, just give it to her. Right. So, so doing 14 to now, I'm like doing whatever, whatever. Then a couple of years, I guess, you know, her mama, her grandmama, yeah. you know, that she, you know, you know, put all type of shit in her head. And I'm like, I'm like, Todd, come on, man, because I like Todd. I'm like, man, okay. you'll be some dick or something because she's still on my dick. <laughs> oh, like, God you know, Lord. like, yeah. like, like, come on, man. Do you and Candy have a... A relationship like you talked No, me and Cannon was cool. Or Listen, okay. me and Cannon was cool as fuck too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until, you know, after we got over all the first, first all the time. first fucking beef, mm-hmm. we man we was cool as fuck. Like okay. if she, like I used to tell her to serve records, that's one hundred hundred to write songs. Mm. Like it was cool. Wow. Nice. Okay. And uh, okay. oh no, 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 no. Did y'all meet through business? Y'all met through the business relationship first, or was it? No, not met her at at the station. Then I and, mm-hmm. and then I met her at So So Dev with JD with doing some shit. And um, then I met at the, I pulled her when I met at the, at the car dealership. And she wanted a real nigga, so, Uh-oh. you know. <laughs> she wanted the street, she wanted the streets. So, you know, so, you know, it's like, it's like, um, it wasn't no, it, it wasn't no problem, in, you know, with Canon. Yeah. Until they wanted me to be on this show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, did they ask your permission first before they got you on the show, or? No. Well, uh-uh. Well, they, well, they text me first. Okay. And they say, hey, uh, you know, they want you on the show. I'm like, nah, nah. If it ain't no goddamn chick, I ain't be on that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a check if they're on the show, right? Yeah, no, no men on that show no. got a check but me. Oh, they paid me the first time I went on that motherfucker. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm thinking everyone who guessed. Well, see now, and 
this is to kind of just wrap this up. But like Candy, she did come out after this, the airing of this season, and she, I guess, she got a lot of flock because or flack mm-hmm. because people were like, "Why would you do this again? Why would you bring his name up again?" So she came out and basically said, at first, for a long time, she never even said your name on the show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She never, out of respect for just privacy, whatever, she never even mentioned your name. Mm-hmm. And then that wasn't it. And then... The were terrified and I'm going to send some zone seasoning up there to take out the computers and shit. And they then, knew what it was. Well, see, and then she said that you had... Well, I guess when they approached you or whatever, you had agreed to come on the show. Hence why now she's like, well, shit, since he's already been on the show... Mm-hmm. she And she did say, I could have handled things differently this season. Mm-hmm. She said she admitted that she didn't have to put it out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. Because that was my thing. I'm like, we've already seen him on the show. Why yeah. do this again? Do you think it was for a storyline? I know for a storyline. Okay. I got proof right here. My phone's a storyline. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, that's our business, being the producers. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's one problem that I do have. I keep this shit street sometimes. You know, like, you know, you can't you can't forgive what you made out of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My mom, my pops, my aunt, they just talked me. You know, they beat all the bullshit out of me when I was young. Right. All the running tail shit, all the, all the, Crying shit. That shit got beat out of me when I was three, four years old. I don't whine, complain, or fit a telltale on no fucking body. I ain't got time to be showing motherfuckers proving shit. All that bullshit, fuck shit is out of me. So, you know, you know they know what it is, man. They know that she could have went to the street, and they knew it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they mentioned my name. And I, you know, I guess she feels safe now. I guess they feel safe now. Mm-hmm. You know, so they go around and just you know, keep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep, you know, I'm just dragging motherfucking name through the mud. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, I got other kids. You know what I'm saying? I got other motherfuckers that got to go to school and do right. all this. How many other kids do you have besides Riley? I got three girls and three boys. Riley, one of them. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, had two, so I had two kids before I met Riley. You know what I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm before I met Ken. Okay. So I was in a relationship when I met Ken. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then me and Ken kicked on the side yeah. for oh. a minute. And I had Riley. Gotcha. But I was still in a relationship. With my first baby mom, oh, okay. she got four kids on me. Okay. Oh wow. So I had Riley. Riley was the third, and mm-hmm. I had twin boys, Malik and Makai. After that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got four kids by one girl. Okay. And then you have one. Cur- you have the youngest, uh-huh. your current wife. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Now, do Riley have King? What's up, have- Chris <laughs> Kelly? What's up, baby? <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, the other kids are they like? They cool you, well, well, Riley haven't met King, okay. my son. Okay. That's my new son, but she know Malik Makai. And, and then my second daughter used to live with Cannon, though. Oh, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was cool. I'm saying my daughter yeah. lived with Cannon yeah. like a year. Now, they don't show that. They don't show that. Yeah. They I don't mean, show that. We've never seen that part. And what I will say is, is that I've seen some things where this guy right here is really a good dude. He does have a heart, you know, and I've seen it. I've got the proof, you know, yeah. and, you know, it is what it is. I just yeah. hate mm-hmm. that. You know, everybody gets to see one side, and they make all the judgments yeah. on that yeah. one mm-hmm. scene. You know no. what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just kind of unfair, especially in times where there are a lot of stand-up guys that are fathers. Oh, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? There's I a mean, lot of absolutely. them. Absolutely. You know, some of us, honestly, man, it's like this. My first baby mom got four kids, but I mean, never took me to child support. Right. Because mm-hmm. she ain't no, but she, and she, you know, she doing a thing, but she ain't got millions like Cannon. Yeah, yeah, And she never thought about yeah, doing yeah, that yeah. shit. Right. Yeah. You know, that's how my mom was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. My mom's like, man, I'm not chasing nobody to take care of what's mine. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nor would I even go through, like, like, lady, come on, man. What you mean? What, I mean, what you want money from me for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think it's about the money or just about, like, she wanted you to have a relationship with 
At first, at first, I'm not gonna front. Candle was all about relationship. That's how she okay. broke off the money because I was like, okay, oh, okay, if you take me, because she, the reason me and Candle went to court in the first place because she wanted me to, to to get her a nanny. I was like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't my wife. <laughs> like, if you my wife, you get every fucking thing you want. Right. Like Chris Kelly can get anything she wants. Shout out to Chris Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, you? No, we just cool. Yeah. So then she tried to take for thirty five thousand a month. I'm like, Ooh. God damn, bitch! I just got to deal with Diddy. I ain't Diddy. Wow. So then I said thirty five thousand a month. Yeah, you know, money. yeah. Cause I just got you know fifteen million for the first for one of the deals I had, oh, and okay. she knew that. She, okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. and then Kim had just got thirty five thousand a month for Puff. So I guess she tried to be <laughs> like Kim. Like yeah, she, uh, <laughs> somebody told you wrong. Yeah, yeah so I'm like, shit, bitch, not him. <laughs> bitch, I do push-ups to kind of jail. Fuck you, that money got, got that money. They're going to be like, boy, nigga, big as a motherfucker here. Y'all ain't going to never let him out. And shit, if I got to pay you that much money, that's why I be, bitch. Oh, my in, in God. kind of jail, chest out the hill. You crazy. Shit, so... <laughs> Yeah, so that's how we got, you know what I'm saying, yeah. into the whole shit. Cause me and Ken was cool, man. And then, uh-huh. and then honestly, after that, you know what I'm saying, we were cool. I just think, man, um, I just think her mama, man, her, her, her mama, Ooh, I mean, she's a no, I don't respect elders. I don't, yeah. I mind my business. My mama talking better than that. You know, but man, that bitch, man, she think I'm out my fucking business, man. Somebody put some wood in that motherfucker, man. Wow. Yeah, no. somebody put some wood in that motherfucker. Oh, I got an uncle that did. No, I got an office that did 26 years with Mama Jones. She's a lot. She's a lot as far as, you know. She got a lot of she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's, she's in Candy's ear a lot. And I guess naturally so if you're, you know, that's your daughter. But And I like Todd. I'm going to lay out Todd because yeah. Todd, Todd, I mean, I mean, you know, Todd and I had a conversation, man. It was a real solid conversation. And, you know, a lot of my dogs see him in the clubs and see him walking around. I'm like, nah, he, he cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Todd, Todd really cool. You know okay. what I'm saying? But I mean, Candy cool too. I mean, she just get caught up with her mama saying, "Put that shit in the ear," and, you know. But I'm telling y'all, push my fucking back against that wall, goddamn it. The receipts is coming out. I'm telling you, yeah. goddamn it. He got the receipts. This y'all. is a warning. This is I a got, warning. Y'all want a storyline, goddamn it? I got a storyline for you. Want a storyline? Put my name in your mouth again. One more show. I hear my fucking name in y'all mouth again. I'm gonna give motherfucker the world. So you don't want to be on the show no more. Oh, I'm not gonna ever be on that show. They pay me a hundred grand a fucking episode. Pay me what you pay, Candy. Candy, that bitch making a hundred grand a year. I'm in a month. I'm in a show. A show. Give what you get, Candy. Goddamn, I guarantee y'all, we will murder. We will murder, goddamn, the other shit that uh, that love hip hop shit. The love hip hop got y'all beat right now. Y'all want to beat love hip hop? Brain block on your goddamn show. Hey, I you guarantee you got that. From the source. Hey, a hundred thousand dollars a fucking show. I boy, I put on Jesus' daddy, goddammit. <laughs> I will beat love and hip hop. We had a number one show in this motherfucker. Oh my gosh. You let, are let, let toast to that, bitch. Toast. Toast. Yeah, toast to that. <laughs> I hope you get the deal. I hope you get the deal. Yeah. Um, wow, this is good to know. I'm glad you yeah. got your side out, for real. Yeah, that's you it. You would never know looking at that show. You wouldn't. You know? I you mean, would. you know, man, you know, people think, I, man, listen, it was a lady, right, named Miss Merch. She from, I love this lady. She like an 80-year-old lady, mm-hmm. and she loved that damn show. She loved Candy them. And she my, <laughs> and she my partner who I work out with, Leo. What up, Leo? He, you know, she my partner, mother-in-law. Okay. And she loved that show. She actually thought I'd never seen Riley, but probably one time mm-hmm. or twice 
throughout the show. Yeah. I never seen it outside the show. Oh my she gosh. never thought she never thought I've been to a dance. She never thought I've been to um just just out to eat with Rod. She thought I have nothing to do with Rod. I showed wow. her a whole bunch of pictures, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of shit. She was like, fuck them. Yeah. They liars. Just listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I'm lying, I if I'm lying, goddamn I have meet Merck right now, go on y'all show right here mm-hmm. and tell it type in. She was like, man, I just I, she said they're no motherfucking liars. You know, I said, yeah, I said, but I said, but you know what though, I'm not here to prove myself like that. I'm right. just here to, if, 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 y- if people ask me about it and I'm mm-hmm. on one, I'm yeah. gonna keep it one thousand, I'm gonna keep it a buck. But yeah. other than that, man, that shit just don't fame me, man. Until to like, and my other kids come to me with some fuck shit, mm-hmm. and it's whatever. Because like, like I took Malika McCallis most of like over half of Riley basketball games. She never came to one of Malik. Football games, she never came to know that. Yeah, wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and shit, and, um, her brother, shit, well, number one, damn near one of the best high school athletes in the nation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I mean, like, we could go, oh, we go on over that yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like I say, though, <laughs> y'all want to be goddamn <laughs> love and hip hop? Shit, come out of that big block. No, shit. Not at all. Goddamn. Hunt down on the goddamn show. You pay me what you pay, Candy. I guarantee you, goddamn it. We'll beat Love and Hip Hop. We'll be the number one oh. show in the nation. You heard it here? First. Y'all see how y'all I raised, though? I Every time you. I came on that show, them Ray went sky high. Yep. They, no, they even offered us a show. Wow. I bet. Y'all like, I'm not doing that shit. Ain't with all that problem shit. Cause see, yeah. I don't know when to say cutting and faking. I don't know that right, shit. Right, right. I'm gonna beat the one for up. I don't right. know all that old. Like, get that shit, get that shit. Yeah, get that shit. Try to surprise one of my old hoes on the show. Oh, I gotta man. go home with my wife all night. No. Man, I'm gonna throw all this shit. I'm gonna take all this shit me. Yeah, shit. Hey, oh, that shit go. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know that's what they do. They be trying to surprise you. Like we got somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You walk in studio. Oh, this the bitch I told. Oh, mm-hmm. bitch trying to chop with some pussy. I told. Oh, yep. Go on the stove and then go yep. by the coke or something. Yep. Bitch, I burnt out of that hole. Y'all don't found that hole. Oh, then here I go. You even said it too on Love and Hip Hop because you were like an extra at one point. You were they like, girl, all this up. shit is man, fake. They they said, man, all this shit is fake. Like that, you couldn't they believe set them it. Up. They set the scenes up so you have the encounter or whatever. Yeah, and that's get your crazy. reaction. No, that's how they did. That's yeah. crazy. No, that's how they did. You know, that's how they did with uh, with RL because mm-hmm. you know, like I worked with RL because I did two pop. Yeah, yeah, I did oh, two pop. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, one pop pass and I put them on um on the song with, uh, with pop. I put all that on the song with him, but they didn't know I used to work. Oh, baby, they did know I worked with RL. But they tried to bring him in to work with Chris to do a song because oh, like, he's a writer. Okay. So I guess for the maybe jealous or whatever. I thought she worked with a guy or something. And uh, I said, man, my chick is Jamaican. She got her goddamn self. Trust me. <laughs> so when I walked in, so, oh, oh, man, me and RL, so, oh, what up, dog? We shit, you know, that didn't work, you know. You know, man, you know, they be child kind of shit. That's crazy. I'm sure wow. you got a lot of those types of stories. Yeah. Stories you got anything today. else you working on right yeah, now? Yeah, right now, man, I'm doing a whole new campaign mm-hmm. called Rebuilding Hip Hop Block by Block. Okay. I'm going around finding new acts, new talent mm-hmm. in different cities, like wherever hip hop don't live. And what I mean by that is mm-hmm. I'm going to different places where hip hop haven't established a home there. Like, right. let's just say Atlanta. Yeah. I'm not saying no, no, no yeah. more Atlanta, no yeah. more LA, no more New York, no more mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. 
No more Miami. See, you want to spin on that. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, just like this. Just like you work at the mall, right? Let's say you work at the mall and you go to food court every day. You get tired of that food for three years. You eventually want to try, you know, in the 30 minutes, you know, you know, you eventually want to run across the street, try to get some. Mm-hmm. You know, just be different. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I just want to just just try goddamn South Dakota or, you know what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, Mississippi, Arkansas. Uh, like I just want to try different, different, mm-hmm. because they got flavor too. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, listen, fly niggas get money niggas. You know what I'm saying? This is a bad chick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, we want to try different things. That's what I want to do. I want to, you know what I'm saying, start an album, you know what I'm saying, with like a compilation of, of 10 new artists from, you know what I'm saying, 10 different states or cities, mm-hmm. and uh, and just see what it come about. You know what I'm saying? I can make a volume one through 20 with 10 artists at a time on that, just to break some new artists, right. just help feed and empower other niggas. Love that. Uh, so rebuilding hip hop, block by block, y'all gonna be part of that right there. You gotta have some paper now. You just can't be no independent artist that can't promote because you gotta take your shit yeah. from one to thirty. Oh, you know. Okay. Well, and what's then your the, advice for people right now who want to be an artist? They got the talent. Like, what do you, what's your advice? Find, you know, find find an investor because a lot of us in the music business, we're not looking for one mm-hmm. to thirty artists no more. Mm. You gotta go. You know, we look for artists that bubbling. Got to be one to sixty. Mm-hmm. Now we got to just come in, take you to yeah, yeah. yeah. and see then, and then we'll get there. <laughs> and you want a million dollar shit? We just gave Big Star a million dollars. Sixty year old kid, mm-hmm. he started his own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, uh, see, see his granddaddy passed. Mm-hmm. He made a song for his granddaddy called "Capitalize Our Pain." Mm-hmm. Two days later, one of the biggest records on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we gave him a million dollar cash money. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So listen, so you start your own shit. You know, you go for, if I come in right now, what am I going to give you? 20000 mm-hmm. Then you're going to talk bad about me because I gave you 20000 right. You blow up and I got you locked in on the contract mm-hmm. for seven albums. Not right. years, but yeah. seven albums. Right. Now you want to get out of my contract. Yeah. Now fuck with me. We got to get some gangster shit because you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So then here we go with this shit. I don't dare to trick myself back to when I first started. Mm-hmm. Right. So just kill all that shit, man. Listen. That happens a lot right now. Like, didn't I just have my QC and something? Yeah. Artists and, okay. yeah, probably so. Mm-hmm. But but with me, that's what's gonna get them happy. But I don't understand I'm like, why I'm not even gonna play around. Feel that way when like the executive team and the producers they assume all the risk up front. You know what I mean? They but you know, you know, like as an artist, you know they as an artist, I can talk for them just a little bit. But like okay. as an artist, it's their talent. It's yeah. what they do. Yeah. And they probably feel played. They, mm-hmm. It's not no the fact of the money, I don't think, with the artist when they get to this point. Okay. I think it's more of a play, or oh, you played me. Mm-hmm. Now your ego, that's why you can't have ego and pride and certain mm-hmm. shit. My mama taught me that. Like She said, that's boy, you know, good. ego is a, but she said, boy, you know, ego is a fucking sin. Pride, is pride all pride, all this is a sin. Mm-hmm. One of the worst ever. And that's when I started, that took all that shit, put it in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. I grew a backbone. I mean, I, I, stand, I stand up for myself. Cause can't nobody ride you if you stand straight up for yourself. Right. So that's what I do. I got a bat ball. Ain't nobody gonna motherfucking got play me around, handle me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got a bat ball. Right. I shot a nigga in front of 30 people because it's ego and pride. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Stupid. Wow. So you know what I mean? So if y'all put that ego and pride up, you get further too because you ain't gonna take a lot of shit personal. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's it. You know right what I'm saying? Like you that's go personal. further when you yeah. say, oh, hey man, I appreciate it, man. I can take that advice. Right. Thank you, dog. Because mm-hmm. the thing I gotta tell you shit. Right. 
You know, that's true. I mean, that's Candace. She said, I ain't got time for my goddamn kids. You think I got time for fucking child motherfucking thing? That's true. So that's what you got to do. You got to take that ego and pride out out of here, man. Yeah. And just take some sleep, just take that shit. You know what, my nigga? I'm going to listen and I'm going to put God first or even and put him inside whatever you're doing. Because yes. ain't nothing going to happen with God. Ain't got nothing to do with it. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him doing love. At all. If God ain't in it, all, it ain't going to happen. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna, gonna last. Your, it ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna happen. Nope. I've been around 26 years successfully. You know what I'm saying? I don't gotta work no more. My kids don't gotta work no more. Mm. We good. We can, we good. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, yeah, but you know, rebuilding hip hop block by block. How can people find you? Um, Instagram? Yeah. Like your Instagram? Is it your team? Email? Like, how can Yeah, just find me at, uh, just, uh, just DM me. Hey, catch me in the streets, man. And then I tell you what it says. They came in the street. You we know outside. what I'm saying? You be out here. Yeah. Atlanta outside. <laughs> Atlanta wide open. Atlanta has been outside. <laughs> they don't even know what lock. They don't have a spell lockdown. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Quarantine. Yeah. None of that. Then also, man. Then then I was high school. You know what I'm saying? Like like you're in the sports. My son. You know what I'm saying? My son doing real big in sports. I'm doing a documentary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying about high school football. Mm. And and it's and and the surface around him. But but it's still about you know what I'm saying it's called uh, the sack chasers mm-hmm. and and that's what my son do he go around and try to sack the quarterback so I call it the sack chasers but in life all of us chasing chasing that chasing that chick that that sack yeah. and that chick so it's a lot of things in life that you are gonna see and you gonna hear people interviews on him you know say life life stories on him what happened when you keep on chasing that sack. Where are we going to be able to find the documentary? Oh, coming soon, baby. Okay, let us know. Coming let us soon. Know. I can't wait. That's I'll be back on him. Yeah, 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 i will be back on him yeah 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 i will be back on Bring somebody on here next time. Yeah, bring somebody on here next time. One of your artists. Both the hype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so, yeah, so y'all check that out. Um, I got an artist, you know what I'm saying, I'm partnered with um, on on Columbia. His name is Big Stunt. You know what I'm saying? I got an artist, you know what I'm saying, RCA. You know what I'm saying? Ski, he from Houston. Skeeter. You know what I mean? Princeton. Princeton Perez, me and my brother Tricky. Tricky Stewart, we got him. You know? That's crazy. You just know everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'm like Tricky Stewart. He goes way back. Oh, yeah, man. Oh Tricky, Tricky the number He's one like... producer. Pop, Tricky number one pop producer in the yeah. world, man. That's crazy. I'm talking in the that. world. You knew Chris Lighty? Yeah, yeah, that's my brother. Wow. Yeah. Me, that's matter of fact, matter of fact, you know, she, we had uh, Jacquees together. When I had okay. Jacquees, uh, Chris Lighty had him with me. Aww, you know what I'm saying? Jacquees doing well, you know. I'm saying the rest of the piece of Chris Lighty. Aww. You know? Uh, the, oh yeah, one more Asiana Alexis. She signed to Atlantic. Okay, she's okay. an actress. She's a big actress, but she's she, she, she's a singer too. Mm-hmm. She blocked in T Atlantic. Is she the one that played in um, Acrimony? Yeah, Acrimony. Oh, she played Acrimony. Oh, okay. With a young girl. Young Taraji. Young uh-huh. Taraji. Yeah, I like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know we we working man. Right. Yeah, it don't stop man. It don't stop. So y'all be looking out for the big timers. Block in T. My new management company called Status. I, I mean, because we do all this shit for the status of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 
management comes status, life, a life, or it's, it's more lifestyle management. That's a lifestyle. Yep. You don't teach these cats how to spend their bread and put this shit up. And, and keep it. Yeah, you know, pick the right people around you. Invest it. Yeah. Invest it. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the things. All the things. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we appreciate yeah. you coming yeah. on your show. Man. Thank you appreciate so much. It. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate it. y'all letting me, you know what I'm saying, letting the scoop out. Yeah. Saying Big Block, we out. Block Entertainment. Malik McCow was having King. Chris <laughs> Kettle up, baby. My whole crew. Jose <laughs> Mache. Uh, Kill. All the baby mamas. All the baby mamas. All the baby mamas. All the baby mamas. Until next time. Bye. Chill. <laughs>